What was the lie about? Was it something major or something minor? Um, about a groupie he was dealing with, he said they wasn't together, but he slept. Okay, who's a group? What's a, what do you mean by groupie? This is the plaintiff, Kalisha Roberson. She says the defendant is her ex-boyfriend of five years. And after they got into a fight one day, he kicked her out of the house. When she went to retrieve her belongings, the defendant slammed the car door on her leg, injuring it. The lunatic then smashed her side-view mirror with a lead pipe. She decided not to press charges after the cops came because he promised to pay for the mirror, but hasn't. And here they are. She's suing for $180, the amount owed. This is the defendant, Ramon Green. He says he got nervous because the plaintiff has been violent with him before. So when she reached into the glove box of her car, he kicked the door closed to protect himself, just in case she had a knife or something. He was scared, then broke the mirror to distract her in case she had another type of weapon. Oh, her? Not possible. He's accused of throwing a fit. All parties. Please hit your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Ms. Robertson, you and the defendant dated for how long? Five years. Okay. And sometime in the midst of COVID in June, you guys end up breaking up. Why did you guys break up? Because he wasn't being, he was telling me lies about something happened, but I brought it to his attention Sunday night to see was he gonna tell me the same thing he told me before. And he just was like, if you don't believe me, you can leave. I don't need you. I want you. It's a difference in needing and wanting. So I felt I should leave. Okay. What was the lie about? Was it something major or something minor? Um, about a groupie he was dealing with. He said they wasn't together, but he slept. Okay. Who's a group? What's a, what do you mean by groupie? Um, I guess if you want to call her a female. Okay, but it, it, when, typically when I hear the word groupie, it's because someone's a musician. Is he a musician? No, that's what they call Okay, so you just meant a hanger-on. Yeah, some woman who's yeah. hanging around. All right, so you guys end up breaking up, and it's not the first time you've broken up. You assume, you know, that everything will, you know, uh, you give each other a, a couple of days' space. Well, what happens in a couple of days? Do you guys get back together? No. What happens instead? That Wednesday, June the 17th, we came to agreement, just let it be, let it be bygones. So he told me to come get property that I left over there since I was staying the night over there. When I get over there, pull up, I asked him for my items. He came to my car. I had my leg out the door, out the car door. And that's when he slammed the door. Then he proceeded to go around his house and he comes back in the front with a steel metal pipe. By then, I'm pulling out the yard because now he have a pipe. I don't know what he's capable of doing. 
So he come up to the car, and that's when he hit my window and broke it with the steel pipe. Okay, what were you doing, if anything? Like, if somebody slammed a door on my leg, I wouldn't wait for him to have the time to go around to the back of the house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I would have just left. So are you guys fighting and, and communicating? Well, like, are you yelling at each other? What's happening? I was going to call the police while I was at his address. But got when I seen him come okay. with the metal pipe, I got frightened, and I was proceeding to leave. Okay, and then what happened? He hit the window with the metal pipe? Yes. Okay. And you want him to pay for fixing that, which is $180, correct? Yes. Yes. And he kept telling me he was going to pay for it. But he didn't, and that's why we're all here. Mr. Green, what is your version of what happened that day? Okay, the truth is, I was at work. So I don't understand why it is that I would call her and tell her to come get anything if I'm at work. I'm not even home. She sends me a text saying that she's going to be at my house in 30 minutes and tear up my screens. And, and she actually went to my house before I got there and took some food that I had get made for her family. She took the food and came and throwed it up on my front porch, sent me a picture of the food, and then told me she'd be back. Do you have that? Minutes. Do you have that picture? Uh, yeah, I do, but I, I didn't submit it in because I just... I, 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 listen, I'm not... Yeah, but the, I'd I'm like to see it. Do you have it? No, I do have it, but I didn't... Uh, I didn't bring it in. I don't have it. It's on my other phone. It's on another phone. Go on. But like I say, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not negating or, or, or refuting that I did. I did. I did. I did hit the window. But it's only because. Right. But I want to hear she, what happens. You get to the house. You leave yes, work and go to the I, house. I She's already and there. On. And what happens when you two see each other? Plaintiff says her ex-boyfriend of five years smashed her car window with a lead pipe, and she wants him to pay for the damage. Defendant says. He was just protecting himself because he didn't know if the plaintiff had a weapon in her car. Let's listen. I called the police. I called the police and told them, listen, I got an injunction against this, against this girl. She should not be coming to my house. They told me there's nothing. Wait, wait, stop. You said you have an injunction. You had already gotten a restraining order against her? Yes. When and why? We've been had it. We've been had it. Because of this. How many years have you had it? Five years now. And you kept renewing it? I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it in, for protection for myself. I got it for protection of my property. She has a habit of tearing up stuff. Okay, so go on. So that's, this is this is the problem. So like I said, I'm not fearing my life. I'm fearing of all my everything else that I have because she doesn't care anything about. Well, then you're not supposed to have an order of protection. Right. And you're and violating it anyway because you keep going back with her. Exactly. 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 But anyway, nonetheless, when I got home, she sent me a text saying that she was coming back over there. So I called the police. The police said that there's nothing they can do unless she is physically there. Call us back when she gets there. So 15 minutes later, just like she said she would, she pulls back up. So I called the police again. They tell me, oh, well, we're, we're sitting by somebody in route. Well, it took them about... 32 minutes to get there. After this time, the whole incident with me hitting her car and her throwing stuff at me. Well, let's back up. Car. All right, so the police don't get there for 32 minutes, but I want you to take it from the time that you're standing there and she comes back. What happens? She got, comes back, she pulls up, and then she was talking, 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 yada, 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 and then she reaches for something in her car, 
Wait, what did she? What was she saying? Wait, the yada yadas, the devils in the details. I'm interested in the yada yada. Oh, I must. I don't. I don't want to be with you. I since I because I sent her a text and told her it was it was over. I never would never get back together again. Oh, since you don't want to be with me, yada yada yada, yada yada. You're going to be with this girl. You're going to be with that girl. You can have them hold yada this and that and. All I want is my food back, which is food that she mentioned. But like I said, she had told because me she had done some night. groceries and had had uh, the right. day before she and had two hundred dollars worth of groceries in your. I'm going to my other man's house. You can keep the groceries. So I told her I was going to give them away. So the grocery thing was done and over with, as far as I was concerned. And then so then she threw that back up to me. Oh, where the groceries were? I was like, listen, the groceries are gone. But as far as me calling her and wait, telling her Wait, why? I'm out, sorry. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So she's complaining about the groceries. Why were the groceries gone? Because she told... I, get, I had to give them away. Why would you give away groceries? Why wouldn't you use them? Because I didn't need them. Because like I keep telling her, anything that she does or buys, I don't need it. She does it because she wants to. Wait, don't why don't you just her. not get rid of the groceries? That's so weird. It's such a weird no, thing that I you're saying. I actually had told her she was to come pick up the groceries. She told me she didn't so have So why would you have gotten rid of it? Because, like I told I don't need them. And that was just an excuse for her to hey. keep coming over to my house. I know. Mr. Green, if I didn't need them, I'd give them back to her, give them to her twin sister, who exactly. you apparently are friends with. Exactly. I'd give them to her mother, I, I guess, who you're also friends with. The weird and one house. thing I wouldn't do is call my man and give him her groceries. But in any event, uh, what ends up happening? The two of you are arguing out there, and then what happens? And then, she, like I said, then she she leaned, she took something and stood out her car. And it was a bottle of uh, fragrance. She took it and threw it up at, uh, at me, and she missed me and hit my window. So that's when I took the pipe that I had, and I ran out to her car because she started reaching to her glove box. I don't know if she's finna getting out of the glove box. So and she went. I went to Wait, try to slam where the was door the pipe? Just, Where'd you get the pipe from? The, I had already had the pipe was sitting on the front porch with me because I had an order when it got the pipe when she when she pulled up. I didn't go around. So she leans into her glove compartment, and what did you think she was doing in her glove compartment? I don't know. I don't know. She called. She told me is I got something for you. That's all she said. I got something for you. So I did you think it might be a gun? I don't know. With her, is no telling. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to the People's Court. I'm Harvey Levin. Uh, the plaintiff says the defendant kicked her out of the house they shared and then went wild on her car. But the defendant says he thought the plaintiff had a gun or a knife in her car and she was going to use it on him. Let's listen. So did you think it might be a weapon? It, yes. If she going to throw something at me the first time, what else? I mean, what? I don't know what else she got. So you took a pipe and you brought a pipe to a gunfight and hit her mirror in self-defense? <laughs> No, I well, that's silly. because I was pissed off. No, I hit the ah. something at me. Okay. Yeah, that's what I hit. Now, the police end up arriving, don't they? To, yes, to my house. Yes, and they end up coming a tad late, and they have body cams. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, what fun. I, like I said, I call, I'm the one that called the police. And listen to the conversation. I am. And then the day she come up with dogs. Is that your twin sister? Oh, my wonder. So, yes. Got a question. How did the mirror get detached from a car? Because it fell off the car. Fell off the car? Yeah. Okay, did she, like, pull it off her car? No, or? no. That, like I said, when she came at me, I went, I went back at home that, with that damn pipe, and I hit the damn window. I hit, the, I hit that piece. Okay, so you hit the mirror yeah. off, and then she picked yeah. it up and threw it at you. Yeah. Okay, so she was on your property, like, yes. parked here yes, in her car? Yes, right here. And then you came at her with uh, what? That bottle thing, whatever yeah. it is, that pipe yeah. thing. Get out my, listen, I got all the video for you, too. Okay, let me see that. And then you hit the mirror off. Yep. She got out, picked it up, threw it at you? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of you admitting what you admitted in here, that uh, you hit it not that's in self-defense, but you hit it because you were mad. Okay, this is you now. Apparently, the officer comes and talks to you also. Let's see what you have to say. I love body cams. Are you the ex-girlfriend? Uh, yes. So what happened, ma'am? He told me, called me while I'm at work. He said, come get your ass box because we separate. He said, come get your ass box so we don't have no more problems. Okay, I'm fine. I get over there. He raising his voice and this and that. I said, Ramon, I just came to get the Xbox like you told me. I left my job. I'm still on the clock. Then he got a pipe, a steel pipe. My nephew could verify. He went over there and bust my window. Can you show me the damage on your car? <laughs> So she knows she will have to press the car. Yeah, is your mom here? Yes. Okay. Oi. Okay. And I understand, you, uh, did you throw something back at him? Like the mirror or anything? No, I just, I sat in my car. He called me. If he would never call me, I wouldn't even, I wasn't even concerned about the Xbox. Okay. I said, okay, you called me over here to get the Xbox. Now you want to show out for what? <laughs> what I did to you. And that's when he hit that, with that steel pipe he had. Okay, here's the thing, though, that I'm wondering, is everybody's at work, and yet this happens. Everybody leaves work so exactly, that this exactly. could happen. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm looking at this video, and all I can see is that beautiful Florida sky behind you guys. Uh, we are blessed. Let me just ask you something, Ms. Robinson. It sounds to me like maybe you were going over there because you were angry. Like maybe he... No. It doesn't justify the mirror, but I'm just asking you, it kind of sounds... Like, nobody said, go pick up an Xbox in the middle of the day, and you're mad because you weren't getting back together, and maybe, I don't know. No, that's not the cause. <laughs> if he Why would he leave work and tell you, come right now and pick up your Xbox? And then if he's telling you to come pick it up, why does he hit the door against your leg? And with nothing else happening. I'm telling you, this man a lot to his grave. He, he'll beat you lying. <laughs> this is how good he is. That's why, and it's just been lies and lies from day one. And um, I was done with it. And first of all, he stole the Xbox. And for him to tell me to come <laughs> get it, I have 30 minutes, he said, or oh, he's wow. leaving. So that's the only reason I went over there to get it. All the okay. other little things right. that I had over there, he had already <laughs> took to my mom's house. Okay. I was just curious, and he may be the biggest liar that's ever been born, but he's been pretty forthright here telling me, yeah, I took a pipe and I whacked her mirror. So you and are going to pay for the mirror. mirror $180 verdict for the plaintiff. That is my verdict. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. So the plaintiff prevails. She's going to get that mirror replaced, the money for it anyway, $180. Mr. Green, let me ask you a quick question here. Yes, sir. Do you think you, you got a little uh, too too rough 
when she came over there to hit, I know why you did it, but to, to knock the mirror off the car? No, listen, it's, that, that, that little $180 I got to pay her, man, is, is not even uh, a, a, a third of what the damage she has done and caused me. So it is what it is. Are you glad it's all over? And is it all over? Because you've had a relationship. Oh, yeah, it's like all over. It's been here. over. I'm glad. And she actually, she actually contacted me before the show today. But it's okay. She, I, oh, she knows not to call me or contact me at all. This was today. But she called you today. Anyway. Yes, okay, of course. She called me today. All right. Well, good Good luck to you. You got to pay the 180 bucks. I, I think you'll be glad I got God. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Ms. Robertson, how do you feel? You okay with this? You get the 100? Is it all uh, over as far as you're concerned? This, what do you think? It's been over. I have a fiance. I'm happy now. It's been over. It's just, you know, we was trying to make things work. It wasn't going to work. So why keep trying? Why waste more time of your life which you can go on and be happy with someone else? So I'm so glad this is over with. Well, good for you. Congratulations. And you're going to, you won the lawsuit. You're going to get your $180. Thank you. All right, time now for another session of After the Verdict. Well, the story in this case changed a little bit from the beginning to the end. At the very start, the defendant was telling you, look, I, I, I kind of in a self-defense kind of way, she was reaching for something. It might have been a gun. And she said, I, I have something for I you. I got something for you. What did you think <laughs> it was? Maybe a gun. And then when you saw the body cam video and you asked a few more probing questions, it was, well, yeah, I was mad. I smashed the mirror off because I was mad. He, was at, he actually right. came clean pretty quickly before yeah. I even saw that. I think he knew, he knew that it had been introduced into right. evidence already, so it was kind of interesting. Right. Um, what do you think about those body cams? Because uh, I love them. Yeah, I think I mean, every officer should have they're them. They're wonderful. They protect the citizens and they protect the police, both. It's a two-way street and it's definitely uh, long overdue. In fact, they should never be able to turn them off. They right. should just be on. Right. When you put on your uniform, the body cam goes on. That's up, right. Take it off at the end That's of the day. That's right, especially in this day and age where right. there's a lot of mistrust. Um, if there's no bad behavior, there's no reason not to have the body cam on. Right. Then okay. there's no question about what everybody's behavior was. Right. Both sides. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I happen to like them a lot in a lot of places in Florida, using them, including our town. Right. But um, in criminal cases, they're invaluable. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, every now and then you run into a case. I've, I've been in criminal cases as a, as a judge where they didn't have the body cam. Well, what happened? Well, it malfunctioned or something, or who knows what. It wasn't turned on, and that's a real problem because right. it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the defendant who's charged potentially from not getting a full picture of what happened, and it might hurt the officer who's charged with maybe mishandling or not uh, not doing what he or she was supposed to do. Right. I just don't think, I think that if we could get to a point where there's no option to turn it off, right. where it must stay on, right. I think that uh, that will go a long way towards uh, healing uh, the mistrust, especially that has I, I uh, come right. up on both sides. So did you think she went over there because he called her to go over there? I don't know about that. That's what she said at the end during the video, right? During the body cam video. Well, that's what she said here, too. But did you believe that? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? I think she was mad. Oh, come on. Of course she was mad. <laughs> she went over there to give him a piece of her mind and throw things around and et cetera, et cetera. That's what makes sense. Right, and she threw something at him. And that's why he whacked the, the mirror, because he was mad. Well, it looks like things have turned around for her. She's going to be married in Oh, a yeah. No, so. yeah. They broke up two months ago, and she has a fiance. Yeah, a fiance did you hear that? Like yeah. That. Good for her. Good for her. So this is a really interesting question. Uh, hey, Harvey, let's say I won a large amount in the lottery in 2020, let's say. <laughs> uh, but don't cash the ticket until 2021. Which year would I have to report it on my taxes? Well, generally, you have to report 
when you actually receive the income. And when you get the check, that is receipt of the income. So my understanding is you have to do it then, not when you eventually getting around to cashing the check. And that'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case are inside the courtroom. These are the plaintiffs, William and Verona Owens. Verona says they rented a house to the defendant who didn't tell them he smoked. And when the guy moved out of the place, it was like a disaster movie. The smell of nicotine was unbearable. There were burn marks on the floors and bizarre permanent magic marker arrows all over the walls. They had to spend an enormous amount of money fumigating the place. The defendant is refusing to pay them the $829.71 they spent on renovations. And they're suing for just that today. This is the defendant, James Russell Cumberland. He says he doesn't understand why the plaintiffs are suing him. Because they were best friends when he rented their house. He truly loved them and doesn't know why he's being sued. Bottom line, his lease said he was allowed to smoke on the property. He only smoked outside, and he did not do all that damage. The plaintiffs are trying to pin the blame on him, so he's not paying them a penny more than the $400 security deposit they've already kept from him. He's accused of lighting up a lawsuit. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs say their tenant, the defendant, smoked like a chimney in their apartment, and it was so bad they had to spend a fortune cleaning it out, getting the smell out for the next tenant. But the defendant says he and the plaintiffs were best friends one time. Uh, his lease states he's allowed to smoke in the house, and he owes them nothing. It's the case of lighting things up. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Mr. and Mrs. Owen, you own this five-acre plot with a couple of different mobile homes on it. At some point, you had a vacancy because someone's parent passed away of yours, and you end up renting it to him. What year did you start renting to him? We rented it to him on June the 17th, 2014. Okay. Wow. So he was living there for a, a nice long time. Six years. Yeah. While you were living there, you were neighbors because you actually live in a different mobile home on the same property, correct? Yes, correct. <clears throat> Would you consider yourselves friends as well? Not close friends. Did you ever socialize or no? No, no. Yeah, just here on the property. Uh, but would you socialize there on the property or you would only no, see him when no. you pass each other? I got it. All right, so then what ends up happening? At some point, he moves out, and why is it that he moves out after six years? Uh, we had put the property up as an investment property. We were selling the property. We listed it in... Uh, well, I told Mr. Cumberland back in June of last year that we were planning on doing it. And then in February, we contacted a realtor and we had it listed as an investment property with tenants in place. All right. So you let him know that that's going to happen. And I guess you tell him, you know, you'll still be able to live here. But he decides, Correct. Mr. Cumberland, you decide you're going to be proactive and you decide that you're going to leave. Uh, were you in the middle of a lease when you did that, or no? You were on a month-to-month. -month. I've only signed one lease there on that property, and that was the first year I moved in. Okay. So since that time, you were just on a month-to-month? -month. Obviously, yes. Okay. So you end up moving out. There's a $400 deposit, and they keep your $400. Did you ever say, hey, where's my $400 security deposit, and say you wanted it back? I actually traded them my deposit for a washer and dryer that was on their property. She agreed to me 
to give me a washer and dryer that had been in the place since I moved in there in return that I forfeit my $400 deposit. Does that sound familiar, Ms. Owens, or no? Uh, my husband talked to him about that before we ever seen the house after he moved out. Okay, come on, you know that. Well, it just, I mean, oddly, she's giving you credit for the $400 anyway in her damages. It's not like she's not giving you the credit, so I'm not sure we need to dwell right. on that. But let me just ask you out of curiosity, no, Mr. Owens, did you ever tell him, uh, hey, instead of us paying you back security deposit, will you take this washer dryer? Did that happen, Mr. No, Owens? He, no, Mr. Owens, he Mr. Owens, Mr. Owens. Whack your wife and then answer. No, Go ahead. <laughs> No, he did. He had asked me if he could buy the washer and dryer. And then I talked to the wife, and she said he could have it for the deposit. Oh, that's exactly what he said. All right. But in any event, let's talk about the damages. You go in there, and you had never been in there in six years, Ms. Owens? Not. I never went in past the living room. Okay. Ms. Owens, tell me what you see when you go in and inspect the place after he vacates. Back bedroom where Mr. Woods stayed at, his roommate, it was damaged. The wall was damaged from where, I don't know what he did, where his bed was at or where he slept at. There, it was full of nicotine. It took, what, four coats. four coats of paint for the ceiling after I even bleached it. And the walls, I had to prime all the walls, scrub all the woodwork and windows. Uh, living room, hallway, and kitchen had black soot on it with a lot of wall damage and woodwork damage, the molding and chair wall was cracked. Just, you know, there was a lot of damage done on the walls and stuff. There was also some things that you thought were strange, which is that there was ink on the walls. Tell me about that and light switches. Uh, and well, on the light switch, and I've sent all the pictures of the home before he moved in and after he moved in, uh, there was like an arrow where the light switch was at, and I saw some little X's marked on the wall, red with a, like a red marker, little tiny X's and arrows. I don't know what they were for or what the purpose of those were. So, Mr. Cumberland, let me ask you, um, do you feel that you left the place in a state of disrepair, or do you feel like um, she, they're being unreasonable by suing you? I think they're being unreasonable by suing me. Plus, they just denied me my right to finish cleaning. I was in the process of cleaning when Bill or William or whatever his name is came in. I was mopping. I, was I thought you called them like your best friends. What? You don't know his name? <laughs> it's Bill. I call him Bill. And okay. I feel that I was not entitled to finish my cleaning. They would not speak Why? to me after he took the key back. But, I mean, when he goes to take the key back, it's because you're moving out, right? He's not taking the key back while you're still living there. So why wasn't the cleaning complete, I guess? He came in in the middle of while I was in the process of cleaning and asked me for the key back. Okay, but why didn't you just keep cleaning? I tried. I tried to call him. I tried to come over. No, no, don't stop cleaning. Finish the cleaning. Like, in other words, before you leave a place, while you're there is at the end, when you've moved out, is when you clean the place. Mr. Owens, did you prevent him from cleaning the place and say, get out and don't come back, or? No, I did not. I walked in, I just told him that when they leave, I need the keys to the property. Oh. That's all I told him. Right. I mean, there's no cleaning that takes place after. It's before you leave that it takes place. So let's look at the pictures and see how bad it is. These are the pictures before. That's the bathroom. What room is this that I'm looking at? That's the master That's bedroom. bedroom. Yeah. Bed. Here's a washer dryer, which look actually really nice. Here's this nice kitchen, curtains on the windows. I mean, it looks pretty pristine. 
I think we could all agree that it looks pretty darn good. And I realize it's six years. I mean, and you have to realize it's six years. So that's something that judges take into consideration when they're thinking about damages. This is the house after move out. What is this a picture of? The floor on how dirty it is. You can see where it's light and then where it's real dirty. It looks like he's never mopped it in six years. What is this a picture of? That is the front door after I scrubbed it. Whatever was on the walls, it was like a black soot. Even after I scrubbed it, I could not, I could not get it to stay white. It was like a gray, so I had to prime it and then paint it. So this isn't a picture of how he left it, correct? No, it was a lot dirtier than that when I left it. Okay, I got it. That's what is this? I it. Picture of the wall, a picture of the wall where they wore the paint off or did something. That's in the front bedroom where Mr. Woods looks oh, and it's like he let, leaned up against the wall and just sit there and rubbed his back burn. Over and over. He rubbed it over yeah, and over. Okay. And what's that's this a picture of? A burn mark in the laminate floor in the front room. And that's just showing Oof. the nicotine and how bad it was after I scrubbed it and everything and where, you know, where I sprayed the bleach and it's running down. Is that the bleach running down nicotine. that's whitening the wall? Yeah. Right. Okay. What is that? That is the cover to the furnace. Oh. Well, he wouldn't know that that it looks like that inside, and that would be a maintenance issue that's on you guys, not on him. But anyway, let's move on. What is this a picture of? Uh, the yellow nicotine on the front door. What's that? Burn marks in the utility room on the new linoleum. What are people doing, dropping their cigarettes on the floor? Like that's where they put out their cigarettes? Wow. What is this? Same thing. Yeah, another burn mark, only smaller, and that's not a cigarette burn mark. That's nicotine, and that is a door stopper. Supposed to be white. What is this? And that's this is where the duct tape the has been removed because someone put, but somebody put duct no. tape on the molding. Yeah, this is just the molding where they scratch. That's the cover to the furnace where it breathes and everything. It's covered in nicotine. You that's can see where pretty, I that is pretty filthy. Yeah, I took a lot of scrubbing, and that's where the what's this where that grate just went. That's where the grate went over it on the furnace. Every blue moon, we gotta vacuum those things. What is this? Just the woodwork damage and wall damage. And duct taped all the registers down. Okay. How come? He said they rattled. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, oh, let me tell you, I'm very sensitive to that kind of rattling, so I get you. But then you got to pay the $15 for a new register. No, all you had to do was call us and we would have screwed it down. Yeah, sometimes it's not even the screw. Sometimes it's, you know, the way they fit right in, I, you know. Ah, uh, that's what's damage this? to the corner of the wall. Damage to the corner of the wall in the kitchen and going into the utility. More damage on the molding by the door. How did this damage happen, Mr. Cumberland, this one? Do you know what room this is? Do you... Yes, I do. It's right across from the refrigerator that they had to replace because it was leaking. The refrigerator was leaking, and that's where the water ran. And I told Bill about it. He was aware of it, and he would never fix it. Okay. Let me ask you, Mr. and Mrs. Owens, is this where there was a refrigerator leak? We bought him a new refrigerator and replaced that refrigerator because it was leaking and it went because out of the old my husband's leak. shop. Right, and so what he's and saying is it. this is, listen, I need you to listen and not interrupt me. What he is saying is this damage isn't him being neglectful and damaging a wall. It's your faulty refrigerator that leaked and caused that damage. What's your response to that? I say it was because of that dog he had in there was chewing on the corner. That is not a water damage on that. He had oh, a I don't know. For a while. I don't know that that looks like dog damage versus water damage. The water ran right underneath that plate. 
What is that plate? No one cares if you replace the refrigerator. That's not what we're arguing about. What we're arguing about is whether this damages as a result. Do you hear me talking? Don't talk over me. It's never a good idea. Welcome back to the People's Court. So, who's going to get smoked? Let's go into the courtroom and find out. This plate is what, Ms. Owens? Transition plate between the two rooms. Okay. Where's the refrigerator in relation to this? To the left. Okay. So, is this a hallway or something? Okay. Yeah, into the utility room. So, my question to you, Mr. Cumberland, they say it's dog damage and it's on you. You say it's water damage and it's on them. But how would a refrigerator to the left of that hallway have water damage a hallway away and it's not on the bottom of that wood? It's not standing water because the bottom of this wood is not damaged. So, and this looks like a bite mark. I don't know what caused that damage, but I'm not sure I'm buying what you're saying there. What is this a picture of? I can't tell because it's so blurry. Damage to the wall. Yeah, the wall. How about this one? Down there by the floor. Ugh, what happened there? I, I can't even explain that. I don't even see what it is. Are you kidding me? There's a patch of paint missing there. Why is that missing? Was that that way when you left it? I don't even know what part of the trailer that's in. Okay, can you tell me, Ms. Owens, what that is? It's by the front door where you had the duct tape at. Oh, that makes sense because I'm looking at the wood and that's exactly what that looks like. That room. What is? What about this patch here? What's that? Why is that missing? Was there duct tape there too? There wasn't any duct tape on the wall. It was just like that when we went in to look at it. So I don't know what. Okay, was there gotcha. Prior to that. Okay. On the front door. On the, on the inside. Door, in the living room. But is on this the inside? In the inside on the living room. Yeah. That was not there when I moved out. All right. Did you take any pictures of how you left the place that you'd like me to see, Mr. Cumberland? No, ma'am. Okay. Do you have a telephone that takes pictures? I do. Everybody does now, right? So whenever a tenant leaves some place that they've rented, they should be taking very close-up, slow, painfully slow video to show how great they left the place, and at a minimum taking pictures. Because the landlord, if they're on the ball, is going to do the opposite. They're going to take pictures of everything that looks so bad. So it's kind of hard to say I didn't leave it that way because I'm looking at the grime that's all over the place and the damage. All right. Again, I was denied the right to finish cleaning. I, I don't know why you keep saying that. There's no, you don't have a right to come back after you've given him the keys. You're supposed to take care of this before you leave. I had not left yet. I was. What are you saying? You gave him the keys because you were done. You don't give a guy the keys while you're no, still paying rent. No, I didn't rent. give them the keys was I was done. He asked for the keys. Yes, because you were done. That's the only time you give the landlord the keys is when you're no longer living there. What is this? Oh, the arrow? Yeah, the if arrow and the that light, on the it would shut off all. If you flip that switch, it would shut off the whole internet connection. Okay, and apparently you had a right on it to remember? So people would walk in the front door and start hitting lights. <laughs> when I have company over... And someone tries to hit light, okay. and they flip that switch what into my this, own internet. What is this, Ms. Owens? Well. Got it. How about putting don't touch with a piece of tape instead of writing on the plate? <laughs> of course, it's a $2 plate. It's a dollar-something plate. What is this here that I'm seeing, Ms. Owens? That's just showing how black the wall was and how black it was running. It was like a black soot in there. That was caused from whatever was right. they burned in the oven. All right. I'm kind of done. I don't want... Oh, what happened? You took the doorknobs? No, ma'am. That was damaged when we were in the process of moving out. Do I... I'm done. All right. From what I'm looking at, I think it is not unreasonable, especially when I look at how these, how this place was given to you, um, and even taken into account that it was six years that you lived there, and that there's wear and tear that happens. I am still 
looking at a very reasonable bill by them, which, by the way, they ended up giving you $400 in credit and t deducted it, which they shouldn't if they gave you a washer-dryer. But based on what I'm looking at and what their request is, I think it's eminently reasonable, and I am going to order you to pay the plaintiffs $829.71. Verdict for the plaintiffs. Thank you, Your Honor. So the plaintiffs prevail, Mr. Cumberland. You got to give them that $829. What are you thinking? No comment. No comment. I must say, from looking at it, everybody, you know, around the country has been able to look at it. It looked like it was in pretty bad shape. Would you admit that? Well, when you're not able to finish cleaning properly because they take the keys away from you, I was not near done cleaning and only moved five miles away. They knew that I had would do anything to help them. Well, I don't know if they know that or not. They don't seem to know it, but you could tell them. Um, well, they don't know a lot. About that. All right. Well, I'm sorry, but that's the judge's decision. You'll have to live with that. Uh, let's talk to the Owens now. Let me ask you folks, obviously you're elated, I would think, with the judge's decision. You're finally going to get your money. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Coverland had his rent paid until March the 16th, but he did not get all of his stuff out or move out until March the 18th. So he actually had a couple of extra days that we gave him to move out and to clean. So once he moved out, of course we asked for the key, but he called us at any time and said, hey, Kay, I want to come over and claim, would you unlock the house? And we would have done that. But he never once said that. Well, he just said he would have done it. But he was in there two days after he had paid his rent. The rent expired on March the 16th, and he actually moved out on the 18th. That's when he got all these big stuff out. All right. Well, just for the record, he said he didn't finish cleaning, and he would have had you let him. In any event, it's over now. He's gone, and uh, you've got a judgment for $829, which is what you sued him for. So you're the victor. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. All righty. Very good. And now let's join the judges for another session of After the Verdict. Wow. That was a little bombshell that I heard at the end, that they actually, he was two days past the time he should have had it clean. Right. What do you think? <laughs> uh, he said, oh, I was going to clean it, etc. I was going to clean it when? Sure. He didn't clean it in six years. I'm not sure when he wants to debate he was going to clean it. And certainly they had a $400 cleaning deposit that he was supposed to have paid, and I guess he did pay, that they got to keep, but it was Yeah, but they got to keep it, but then they end up giving him instead, instead of paying it back to them, it was, that was really a security deposit, instead of, get, instead of keeping it, they gave him well, a washer dryer. Washer so, dryer. Yeah. Right, but, but then they end up giving him credit for it anyway. And, and certainly they said, I think they said they spent a couple hundred hours of labor trying to get this thing cleaned up. Can you imagine what it would have cost to contract out that time exactly. and that labor, you know, a month's worth of time for somebody? It would cost you a king's ransom. You certainly couldn't get it done for 400 or $800, whatever it might have been. Right. Uh, but the long and the short of it is he pretty much left the place kind of trashed, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's your space. If that's how you want to live, I don't recommend it. Uh, I also think you can't do that to the property owner. It will cause stuff to break down. You've got to vacuum those vents because otherwise the air isn't breathing. Right. So there's certain things that you have an obligation to do when you're living in a place, change of filters no and everything else that goes with it. But 
Uh, it's one thing to live that way yourself. It's quite another to say, and I'm leaving you these gifts. Right, and know? he was there, what, six years altogether? Six years is a long time. He, yeah. he, even he did take the batteries for the smoke detectors with him when he left. <laughs> that really right? bothered was, you. Well, that you know, really I know bothered he said you. they were my batteries and everything, but I had this image of, like, uh, you know, the Grinch taking the ice cubes out of Cindy Lou Who's house there. <laughs> And the log for the fire or something. It was, you know, he, he was thorough, let's just say, when he left. He took everything that wasn't nailed down. But I guess if it was his stuff, if it were his batteries, then he can take them. Okay, this is interesting, and I think it's going to apply, apply to a lot of people. Hey, Harvey, if I ordered something online and they send me the wrong item, am I required by law to return it at my own expense? Uh, that is from Ruben, who says he's the number one fan of People's Court. Thank you, Ruben. Here's the deal. Um, if you don't get what you bargained for, you certainly are not going to have to pay twice for shipping. If you're required to pay for shipping once, you will have to pay for it if they then send you the correct item. But you do not have to pay for shipping once and then pay for it again when you ship it back. You do it one time and that's it. This is a contract. If they don't deliver the right item, they breach the contract and you don't have to incur any additional expenses as a result. We'll see you next time.